Hello everybody, it's Lizzie and Jack here, and welcome back for another episode of Celebrity Prelash! Woo! I must go and apologise that we weren't here this time last week. To go and tell you the truth, I had a sore throat, I could hardly speak at all. Um, so, you know, it was better for me just to go and say, do you know what, let's go and have a week off. And it was a nice week off, it was a nice week off. Um, my voice obviously is a lot better now, so life moves on as usual. Um, so this podcast was actually recorded um, two Sundays ago with the fantastic Hannah Bitchkowski. She is a new writing star on the London comedy circuit and she's become one of my really good friends um, after the times of COVID in comedy so I was very very happy to get her along for the podcast. Uh, we went and recorded it in her flat in Clapham in London and just to go and say we had an amazing party afterwards, we had an amazing gig together in Stockwell and I got home at five in the morning so it was a very very special day, lots of memories and if you want to go and work out how I had a sore throat for a week now you probably know why. Um, just a little point as well before we get on with the podcast. I'm going to be on television! Not Crime Watch this time. Well, hey, yes, I'm going to be on television this Monday here in the UK on Channel 4, 6.30. Uh, the show is called Fame in the Family. I'm a contestant. Um, I recorded it back in September, so I'll be waiting to go and talk to you guys about this. I'm really, really excited to go and see how it comes across. Guys, let's just carry on with the episode. Here is my conversation with Hannah Bichkovsky. So, I'm currently by someone's dirty knickers in her lovely house in Clapham. It's one and only Hannah Bichkovsky. <laughs> Hannah, can you just tell the audience what happened? Um, well, I'm... <laughs> um, I've sat Lucian next to my laundry basket. Um, which, it, it, you know, comedy doesn't get much more glamorous than this. It doesn't. And the dirty niggas as well. Well, no, the ones you sat next to are clean, the hunger. But there probably are some dirty ones in And the ones with a laundry basket are... Are definitely dirty. That's what I mean. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, going straight into the podcast already. I love it. So I just got to tell the audience, we did a different intro. And I was like, that's really, really boring. And Hannah went, why don't you talk about my dirty niggas? And I just went, <laughs> let's start filming now. Let's start recording now. Even getting the terms wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel uh, being sat next to my dirty pants? Oh, it, it's like it's like a dream come true. It's like a make the wish foundation thing. It's quite an honour, really. I don't have that many men next to my dirty knickers on a regular basis. What so. about clean ones? Uh, no, those neither. <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting all the gossip already here on Celebrity Prelash. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for coming down for Celebrity Prelash. This is a podcast where before we have a gig, we sit down together, we have a few drinks and we talk about celebrities. Now, Hannah, tell me, where are we performing later? Um, at the Cavendish Arms in Stockwell. We are, and you're going to be the hostess this evening? I'm going to be the hostess with the mostest. Hostess with the mostest. Hostess maybe. with the mostest. Yeah. Got it. Actually, very important question. Um, should I be more gender neutral by calling you a hostess? It feels a little bit patronising. Um, well, I think I said it about myself. I don't really care. You can kind of refer to me in any way that you want. But, mm. I'm, but I'm, more than, I'm more than happy to be referred to as anything. To be quite honest. I mean, I think MC we say now just because it's a little bit more um, appropriate for anybody. I see, I see. You said we can call you anything. Can we call you like... Anything. Anything. The comedy cunt, no. 
<laughs> Welcome to the stage of comedy scene. <laughs> that's a very rude word. I never say things like that. Can I just also say that before this, I said, can we swear? And you went, I don't normally swear. <laughs> and then you, you dropped the C-bomb as soon as possible. I'm going to bleep it out because my elderly Polish grandmother listens to this, so... I don't know. I don't know if she does. I don't know if she actually does listen, um, but I like to imagine she does. Like my mum always says to me, like, "Listen, you never ever swear when you do comedy." As like because I think it's quite counterproductive. But then again, you can use it as like the whole punch of like using the c word, like to go and call you. Yeah, I don't know. Like for the punchline, sometimes it can work. Absolutely. I think sometimes with comedy as well, you don't want to overdo it because, like you say, when you hit someone with a c bomb, sometimes it, it's just hilarious. Yeah. Have you ever called someone the C word? Uh, on stage or off stage? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why I ask, because definitely both. <laughs> when was the last time you called someone the C word? It was actually last Sunday at the <gasps> Cabin of Charms. Oh, really? Yeah. What happened? Uh, well, basically, they'd referred to themselves as a cunt, first of all. And then I just reiterated it a little bit later in the show. So I don't think it was too bad. Um, but that's the that's kind of the joy of using someone else's joke against them. I see, so they were they referred to themselves. So yeah. Self-reference. Yeah, but then l- about ten minutes later I then called them the C word again. That's okay though. Yes, yeah, fine. They gave you they gave you vocal consent. That's yeah, okay. Absolutely. That's good, that's good. Listen, I see there's a lovely bottle of something in front of you. Yeah. Would you mind telling the audience what it is? It's Tesco's finest fixing it. Um, excuse me, this is not Tesco Finest. No, oh yeah, I didn't mean that. <laughs> is it? Okay. <laughs> I got better than Finest, actually. You did, you got a frick, a frick, frick some So this is a Catalan uh, wine. Where does it say, what's Catalan? Catalan, the language of Catalonia. Fucking hell, I'm so strict. <laughs> One well, of them cultured swine. <laughs> so, you, so you know Carver? Yeah, no. No. I mean, is that the cheap shit? Well, okay, so anyone listening from uh, Spain, Catalonia and Andorra, uh, I'm very, very sorry for that comment. Uh, <laughs> if you talk to anyone from these countries, they will say Champagne and Carver are at the same level. Right, okay. But when, like, when you grow up in the UK and you don't have much money and you want to get something fizzy and bubbly and you want to do something better than Lambrini, you'll go and get a Carver because oh. it's cheaper than Prosecco. I'm sorry, Spain, it is true. So I definitely shouldn't have called it cheap shit. Well, no, this is actually really good quality stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm spark. I'm spoiling you today. <laughs> so this is from Catalonia. It's okay. called Freixanet. Freixanet. Oh, I was close. Freixanet, isn't it? <laughs> Freixanet. Uh, I'm so, what's the word? Patronising. Listen, Staffordshire has got a, a beautiful, beautiful accent. But it's not like I'm probably like one of like a million people who actually speak Catalan, so I'm a little bit biased. But yeah, it's called Fresh and Ned. It's it's good quality stuff. I'm excited. But I've just noticed it's actually not Carver. Fresh and Ned have done their own Italian rose sparkling wine. It's not even Prosecco. It's a gorgeous bottle. Thank you. Ribs for his pleasure. I'm not I'm not King F and Big Brother. God, what a what a series. Our, our British Polish icon of Kinger, we love you. Okay, let's open the bottle and let's get ready for some celebrity pre-lash. Woo! I'm very nervous because I'm normally really shit at this. There's a very big window in front of me as well. I don't wanna Yeah, you don't want to. Oh my god, okay. Okay, here we are. Oh, I'm scared now. Oh no, me too. Oh, 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 o
Because, I mean, that suggests that you open quite a lot of bottles. I mean, look at that behind me. <laughs> the, this, for, for anyone that can't see, it's a box full of forks. Anyone who can't see, I'm the only person who can see. Maybe like a peeping Tom oh, yeah, anyone house. Can't see. <laughs> we aren't filming this. Um, in front of me, behind her dirty knickers, I see 50 bottles of Prosecco. I see kebab boxes and pizza <laughs> boxes. Is that condom? Ew. Actually, knowing you, it's not a condom. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. She doesn't use them. <laughs> okay, that's, okay, we might have had a drink before. Anyway, thank you so much, Hannah, for being here. Hannah Bitchkovsky. Cheers. Yay. Cheers. Lovely to have you. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Not in that way. <laughs> Chance to be a fine thing. I know, right? That's, that's very nice. But you have to always check the percentage because that is the most about 11. That's all right. Not not the best, not the worst. Well, they, well it, it's not about the mo- like the quantity of it alcohol. It is for me. So why don't we just drink a bottle of vodka then? Well. Is that an option? You didn't, yeah, you didn't suggest it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're having a Prosecco, mm. Carver, Champagne, it should be a little bit light, a little bit light. Yeah, it, I mean, I think today's going to be quite alcohol heavy and it is a Sunday, so maybe oh we should start. Oh my God. I have to remember like doing 70 Prelish, like we have to drink obviously. But also have to remember there's a gig afterwards. Yes. So like we're good friends with Sassafras. And did she tell you like when we did our episode, we got so drunk. Well, I gigged with you that night. <gasps> you did? You gave along. <laughs> so I saw the I saw the whole aftermath. Yeah. It was it was quite a scene. No, I was okay. Sassafras wasn't. Yeah, you no, you were both pretty fucked. Yeah, but I'm st- I still still did a very good performance, if I may say so. We did. We did. Not I like I it did. that you said not you. Not you, not you, <laughs> I did. <laughs> You're right, we did great. Oh, we did as well. But we're talking about me drinking alcohol that uh, night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I sure. drank a lot and I still managed to perform. Yeah. Sassafras was only hosting. And like, you know for yourself, like you're also a fellow host as well. Yeah. If I'm hosting, I can drink, I have no problem. Yeah. If I'm performing as a performer, it's a bit different. Well, it's a di- it's just a different vibe, isn't it? Because when you're, when you're hosting, you kind of have to get the crowd up for it too. And you have to get your audience. And you kind of have to make sure that your audience feel that you're... Uh, you're, you're all in the same boat and yeah. if you're having a good time getting a little bit oiled up then they will too <laughs> if you're performing it is a little bit different because if you're performing you know you're going to have 5 or 10 minutes or 20 minutes to go and impress the audience before exactly. you leave and then you're just a forgotten memory when other acts come on exactly. but when you're the host you have to keep renewing yourself on stage to remind them of your and presence. bring the energy up keep the energy that's what you have yeah. to do as a host it's hard work isn't it it is hard work it's a hard job that's why we do drugs. No! <laughs> we don't do drugs, we do poppers. Um, <laughs> cheers again. Cheers. Cheers again. Um, no, I was going to quickly add, um, I do actually work with an MC who loves to do weed before a show. Really? Oh my God, that would send me no chance. No. It just makes me hungry and then tired. <laughs> so like going on stage and just like, you, you do a joint, you're just like eating crisps on the side, not even performing. I know, yeah, exactly. So if yeah. I do smoke weed, I end up just lying on the sofa eating pies or something just growing slowly and steadily with people just being like keep away like a whale <laughs> keep away ew <laughs> not I was talking a bit more free willy not free willy <laughs> <laughs> I still say have the idea now of you just being on stage like walking on the stage almost just finished and you have your microphone and your cheetos and you're just like <laughs> next, uh, next person's you know whatever and just walking off stage that'd be so funny yeah with just a fridge full of ginsters pasties <laughs> in the background uh, no and so if you were to be sponsored by a brand I would say you'd be sponsored by ginsters yeah or Russell Burgers <laughs> No, you're better than wrestlers. I don't, I'm not sure that I am, actually. <laughs> I'm not 
I'd love to be, but I don't know. If I'm being totally honest, I don't know if I am better than that. No, well, no, Russ is not. I think Ginsters, because it's a very homey... Listen, I'm a Midlands girl. I know where I know where I'm at. It's Rossler Burgers all the way. Or Rossler Hot Dogs, because they do those too, and those are pretty boss. They have a whole range. I know, it's brilliant. Go to Iceland, there's like 10 different products It's incredible. Get yourself down to Iceland, listeners. Delicious. <laughs> I'm now thinking about remembering Carrie Cotone used to do Iceland ads. Oh, my God, yes. My prawn rings. <laughs> prawn rings. And then the whole cocaine scandal broke about her. And it was like pictures of like snow and caricatura at Iceland. Like... I know, and the last thing she's going to be fucking doing after a big bag of coke is eating a prawn ring. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for being here for Celebrity Pre-Lash. So we already have the pre-lash going. Now we need to go and talk about celebrities. Now, what we do here we love to go and ask our very special guest to name drop one celebrity. One celebrity, maybe you've met them in Greg's, I don't know, maybe you met them walking down the street, maybe you performed with them, but only one. So tell me, Hannah Bichkowski, who is your one celebrity name drop? Well, I had to have a think about this and decide which I was, because I have a few, yeah. but I think one of the one of the most um, exciting moments was the day that I got cream pied by Paul Chum. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, uh, um, you, how old were you? Nine. <laughs> no, no. Okay, it was Panto. I'm it was Panto. Oh, thank God. Oh my God, we're about to go and cancel them. Oh, oh poor Paul Chuckle. And also, I, I think that Paul Chuckle is just such a lovely man. And the last thing that I would want to do is, uh, is, kind of, is have any kind of strange um, and horrendous uh, accusations made against him. Yeah, do not sue us, Paul Shackle. And he's he's once in the life, right? Yeah, he is. Don't sue us. No, okay. he's he's lovely. He's like, and you know what was weird? He's lovely for a pedo. Well, no. well, I don't. I'd love to know what the opposite of a pedo is because I think when I was about nine, I had a bit of a crush on Paul Shackle, and I'm sure he was about forty-five when I was nine. What's the opposite of a pedo? Yeah. <laughs> Jail base. Jail base. I don't know. Oh. Okay, yeah, um, I don't know. Kitty slut, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This too quite a turn, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's a Sunday, Lucian, it's God's day. It's God's day, not pedo's day. <laughs> One day you can't say kitty slut is on God's day. You asked the question, what's the opposite of a pedo? I know, it's true. Because I do remember having like a bit of a thing for him. And I have a great relationship. Oh, I've got no, like, father issues or anything. I have a great relationship with both of my parents. So I don't know where that's gone from. <laughs> Do you think if you have sex with him, he's like, to me, to you? <laughs> I'd be thrilled if that was the case. Oh, how old is Paul Chuckle now? Sorry. I'd be still alive by Friday when this episode comes out. Must be in the 70s. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be. Got to be. But what a lovely, lovely man. Thoroughly enjoyed oh. Being pied. <laughs> I'm Paul Chuckle. Okay, so talk me through then. So, Panto. Yeah. You're seven years old. Nine. I was nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. You were nine years old. Yeah. Same thing, innit? Just a uh, couple of years closer to being legal. <laughs> <laughs> just, tell me, just tell the story. I'm going to have a big sip of the Um. So, basically, I was at Panto uh, with my parents. And I think they kind of knew that I had a bit of a thing. Paul Chuckle. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Very weird childhood crush. And um, he came running into the audience. Now I was quite far at the back, so I was, and he was just like holding all these cream pies. And I was, but I remember thinking, I want 
Paul Chuckle to shove that cream pie in my face oh, so much. I really, You've just, broken me. It's just a sad, sad story. But he did. He ended up coming over. I think it was just my little face just oh. grinning up at him and he just shoved a big pie in my face. You say you deserved her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh-huh. I'm not. I had so many responses to that statement. I'm not even going there. Just speed everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that is my favourite. That's my favourite celebrity story. That's a good celebrity story. This is, this is uh, Staffordshire. Yes, it was Stoke. Stoke on Trent. So you are a Stoke girl. I'm a Stoke girl, yeah. Now, obviously, getting you on and knowing you're from Stoke, mm. hearing a celebrity name drop, I was rather hoping maybe we could also hear something about Robbie Williams. I would say he's your most famous person. So this is a classic thing of like, oh, you live in uh, Wigan, you must know my friend so-and-so when yeah. there's thousands of people there but actually strangely enough i did i did kind of meet robbie williams in the, oh, there yeah we go yeah then. it's just pure chance um but my dad used to work for the football club that robbie williams is a big fan of which is port vale okay and um, they are shit <laughs> uh like proper shit yeah um but robbie williams is a very big fan and he i think he was playing a charity match yeah. um and my dad's uh, got me in the changing room to meet him. Ooh! How old were you? I think I was about 13. Oh my God! Maybe I was a bit younger. I might have been 12 or 13. Oh my God. Carry yeah, on. Just a mere few years Let ago. me just stay in this peril. Go on. <laughs> you're 13 years old. You're going into a changing room. It's okay. Yeah. So then I met him and I was obviously very starstruck and I came out and I was like, oh, the, the most annoying thing is I didn't get like an autograph or anything. Yeah. But then my dad came home later with a Port Vale shirt and Robbie Williams had signed it. But then I found out about five years ago that Robbie Williams didn't. My dad just made it up. No! Yeah. And I was about I was about 27 when I found that out and I've, I was still just That's as devastated. Hell. That's so mean. I know I had it framed and everything. What a dickhead. <laughs> like, when your dad signed it, he like, like put like, from D crossed out, <laughs> Robbie Williams. <laughs> from your dad. <laughs> Line through. No, yeah, no, he didn't do that. But he did a very good job of it. But yeah, I was devastated. So annoying. I know. There's quite a lot of trauma now. It should be. Yeah. Bastard dad. I know. Bastard dad. I do love the fact like you were in the changing rooms again at the age of 13 years old. But I have to ask you, was Carol Smiley there? Hey! <laughs> 90s reference. 90s reference. Sadly not. That would have been fabulous. <laughs> she was there actually, like a little like peephole just looking good. I bet she would have signed my fucking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Williams, that bastard. What happened to Carol Smiley? I, I can't even begin. I feel like she's just gone and lived in Catalonia or something. <laughs> somewhere else I've never heard of. And it's just... Uh, I don't know, maybe she's doing some pottery, painting a bit. I bet she is. You know what I mean? Arts and crafts. I bet Living she has in Glasgow a weekly pottery class, like a little community centre. Oh, and yeah. on the poster it has, like, as seen on Channel 4, Carol Smiley. A publicity photo of her from, like, 1999. Yeah. Keep it going. I wasn't thinking about that because as soon as anyone mentions Carol Smiley, I think about those smiley faces with the potato, you know, the, you know, the little chip things. No. Yeah, you do. Pringles. Just, no, the smiley faces that you put in the oven. I mean, you, you mean potato smileys? Potato smileys. That's what I think about every time someone mentions Carol Smiley. And now I'm just thinking about how hungry I was. So I've got oh, I'm hungry too. Oh, hold on. I do a little present for you as well. Oh, yeah. Look, can you just run away? Oh, my gosh. Um, I got some crisps. <laughs> Thank you. I got some crisps. I'm speaking into your fridge as a microphone, some crisps, some kettle crisps. Oh my god. Not even like Tesco own brand. You spoil me. And some sour cream and chive. Tesco, there's now it's actually Tesco. That's Tesco good. dip! Let's have some chips and dip. This is a true Sunday. Should we be crunching into a microphone? 
That's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> we can have the, the bin's over there. The bin is over oh, there. You, you, you think I should get in the bin? Just like my career. Alright, alright. Although now all the cream's on my hands! I hope your career isn't going down the bin. I'm doing this fucking podcast. I wouldn't have bothered had I have known. So, what we're going to do, audience of Celebrity Prelash, I'm going to crinkle on the sign and have one little crisp. Now I'm going to ration you. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. That's a good idea. Oh no, have the bags! Bit open! I feel like a dog waiting for the treat. <laughs> you look like. No, you look beautiful! Rude. <laughs> This is going straight in the promo. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Have a crisp. Thank you very much. Do I have to lean away? No, no, because the audience know we're just having a little crisp. Hold on, you're, you're meant to dip it. Oh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> you used to say, have another crisp. That was actually Hannah Bitchkovsky's um, tactic. That have it. another crisp. Okay, one more crisp. Okay. Oh. Is this the one with the cheese bits in it? No, it's a uh, sour oh, cheese. Sour. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's chive, I think. Oh, oh, oh. Mmm, mmm. Oh, Paul chuckles. Oh! <laughs> I've put it on my mouth. Food of the gods. It is. I enjoyed that so much, it's given me goosebumps. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm very, very glad to give you goosebumps while I have cream all over my mouth. <laughs> it's always filth with you, and it? it's always. No, I'm being filth. serious. I've told you an innocent story about Paul Chuckle. How's my face? Oh, it's. Uh, oh. Are you just talking about in general or whether I've got cream on my face? Oh no! <laughs> Good. No, so you were asking me my general thoughts on what your face is like. Oh, thank. Oh yeah. Um, how's my face? It's actually gorgeous because me and you think me and you actually do look quite similar. We do. We are twins. People ask. We're long lost twins. I was thinking actually for Halloween we should go to those twins from The Shining. I think oh, that'd be great. We should do it. We should do great. it because I know because obviously we have our central Europeanness in us. So I'm half Polish, you're quarter Polish? I am a quarter Polish, yeah. Indeed, indeed. It's like a look of Polish people, you can't tell. I think I think it's red does like a does like redness, rosacea <laughs> Polish people that like Polish because they have bad red skin. I think that is it, because I've got that so bad. I do. You haven't got bad skin, but there is there's a redness, isn't there? Well no Polish people, yeah. Um so I do have quite red skin. Uh, well, I've had three glasses of Prosecco. Yeah. But what I do, I do have rosacea cream, which is really good. Rosacea cream. What did I say? Rosacea cream. Rosacea. I don't know. Same thing, isn't it? Uh, rosacea, yeah. rosacea. Rosacea, I think it's. Rosacea. I'm sorry. I could do with some rosacea cream. So what it is, is it, I, this is our celebrity beauty advice. Right. Because um, we're celebrities. <laughs> um, you need to get a moisturiser with a green hue. Oh, that's what JVN says on Queer Eye, isn't it? Is it? I don't watch yeah. it. Oh, don't you? No. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. Um, but yeah, he always, that's that's his big tip. Green Ooh. on your face. Yeah. Green on my face. Alpha bit the shit out of yourself. Oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I always put, um, have a green tinted moisturiser. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just giving you the advice. Giving Thank you the you. advice. So, Shining, Halloween. Yeah. I want to have a little like Polish hint to it. Like, can we like carry on pierogi or something? on pierogi. <laughs> you know, correcting my pronunciation of oh, pierogi. No, 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 it wasn't. That's what I just say. I, listen, I'm the last person to be talking about it. You're way more fluid in Polish than I. I'm not fluent at all. I haven't even got, I haven't even got a hint of the accent. I'm the most common Polish person out there. Well, I'll tell you this, like, so in my family, my, obviously my aunt and my dad, like their first language is Polish. Mm. But because they grew up in the UK, the UK very, very young, 
Um, when they speak in Polish, it's really strange to have a really strong English accent. Oh, yeah. So although is. they're fluent, they just sound like they're English people speaking Polish. Yeah. All my Polish friends say that. It's really weird. Yeah, I think my, my dad used to say that about my granddad because he I never met my granddad and he was the Polish one. Mm. Um, but as what he did say, what he did insinuate was that Polish people have very bad tempers. Why is no? What I think, well, I'll tell you this very very quickly. What um, my my granddad used to try and keep chickens in the backyard, and he was getting really pissed off that the chickens weren't laying any hens. Uh, laying any hens. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> trying to make a mistake. And uh, one day my nan and my dad thought that it was a good idea to go and buy some eggs and put them under the chickens for a laugh. But then he obviously, he was thrilled at first and he saw the little, um, uh, the little lion's mark on them and just went absolutely <laughs> fucking mental. Threw a TV out the window and everything. Crazy. Rockstar. Crazy Rockstar. Yeah. Uh, so what? So you're, you're now <laughs> fake eggs. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. She thought though. it was absolutely no. She did it because she thought it was hilarious. Oh, I thought it was a moment of niceness. No, no she was a bit. She evil. thought it was the funniest thing that had ever happened. <laughs> and I think like he chased them around the streets, but they were just like, ha ha ha, ha idiot. <laughs> so mean. Yes, I know. I know. I get it from. I love that. So obviously, I had to go and tell the audience that you are heterosexual. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, it's fine. And how, and how are your parents when you told them? <laughs> That really tickled me. I really enjoyed that. It was good. Um, I can smell it. Okay. I think actually my mum was quite disappointed because my brother's gay and she's thrilled. Oh, good. She's thrilled. She's very excited about Harry being gay. Mm. Um, and it's provided me with a lot of material, um, their kind of relationship and, and whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think they really care. I don't think they're that bothered. Especially when I, I, had, um, I dated someone that was about 20 years older than me. Yeah. Wow, very young for you. It is actually, yeah. Baby, basically. And uh, I told my mum and dad, and I was surprised. I thought they'd go mental because he was only five years younger than my mum. Yeah. But it was. It, they, they took it great. They're really, really. They're very, very supportive parents. I have to say. <laughs> Not funny. Sorry. No. Very supportive when I came out as straight. I love it. <laughs> straight and fucking old. <laughs> Is what, is what happened. <laughs> oh, Hannah, we're coming to the end of Celebrity Pitch. We have to get ready. We have to run down to uh, Stockwell now. So what we do here at Celebrity Pre-Dash, we have a little segment we like to call Celebrity Diva of the Week. And what we do on Instagram, around a few hours before we have our conversation with our special guest of the week, we ask the audience at Last of Lulu to vote for their favourite Celebrity Diva of the Week. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good, good, good. And this week, the audience have chosen... Do you want me to do a, do to do a drum roll? <laughs> oh, mate, the second's gone to my head. I'm very glad we're going to finish now. So have a chance to have a water. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, do a drum roll. I'm not going to edit this. Uh... Actually, no, because we have a microphone on the table. So, okay. clap your hands. <laughs> what about I do it on my knee? Do it on your knee. And this week's 70 Diva is... <laughs> it's Chad! Very good. It wasn't Pauline Quirk, which is the other option, which I really wanted to talk You're about. You're a very big fan of Pauline Quirk. I love Pauline Quirk. One day, someone's going to choose Pauline Quirk. This is, is she a gay icon? Yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah. I don't know about she's that. She's Sharon and Birds of a Feather. Yeah, I know that, but I don't know if she's a gay icon. Do you know what? Should we just go and overrule the audience and talk about Pauline Quirk? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like, we're like practically Belarusians, like changing all the votes. We should, we should say, otherwise there's no fucking point. Okay, the winner was Pauline Quirk. <laughs> Screw you, audience on Instagram. So you can never do this again, because <laughs> like, I'm not voting. <laughs> well, do you know what? We used to go and do the votes on Spotify and no one ever, used, no one ever voted. <laughs> I was going to edit that bit out. <laughs> it's true! 
this tree. Listen, this is the this is the fifth episode back. The first three episodes we did on Spotify we've got like two votes sure, wasn't enough. Sure. anyway we're going to talk about Paulie Quirt okay. screw my I love you audience I did screw go you. see Cher though in Las Vegas for $30 it was the best show I've ever seen let's talk about Cher <laughs> I just had to get that out there because it was the best $30 I've ever spent we're going to talk about Cher look, look, the audience has spoken yes they the audience have spoken. we're going to talk about Cher yeah. so you went to see Cher for $30 in Las Vegas are you sure yeah. it wasn't a drag queen no, honestly, she is so good. She's older than my nan, and my nan can't stand up without going like, Ugh! and Cher is just bouncing around that stage like a gazelle. Oh. And the legs are delect. Honestly, I felt like absolute shit watching Cher, oh. but it was brilliant. She was absolutely amazing. I love her. Can't get but it. are you sure it wasn't a It was definitely Cher. Stop <laughs> ruining my dreams. <laughs> But that was, you know, Cher, she has her longevity. She, she continues to go and be in the charts to this day. Why do you think she's had a career for over 60 years? I think she always tries to keep up with the times. Yeah. I think she just ha- she she just loves it, obviously. She loves being Cher. Yeah. And, that, and she keeps the energy. It's this, I know we keep comparing it to comedy, but you kind of compare these things with what you do. And it's like keeping the energy with your audience and knowing what they want and... I mean, fucking hell. I don't care how much work she's added onto herself. She looks fucking incredible. So I think everyone's just astonished. But you know, like, my diva always will be Madonna. Yeah. Which, again, does completely show my age. Sure. You won't meet anyone under 30 who loves Madonna. Yeah. True fact. Yeah, yeah, True yeah. fact. I'm just over 30. Love Madonna. Yeah. But, like, why is it that Cher can have her face pulled back so much and go on stage wearing a leotard, everyone loves her, but Madonna, everyone hates? I What's see- the difference? Oh, because I just think that Madonna Madonna does it so much in like magazines and on Instagram and social media and I don't I think people are kind of getting a bit sick of this now from all celebrities whereas Cher is just going out there living her best life on stage in Las Vegas smashing the shit out of it and then she goes home and she doesn't really do that much on social media Cher what you don't follow her on you don't follow her on Twitter I follow her on Instagram oh Twitter she put loads of pictures up of herself. <laughs> she does all like old lady tweets with like all capital letters and bad spelling and emojis. But that's the beauty of Cher. <laughs> She's hilarious and gorgeous. She is. She and is I love funny. Madonna as well. I yeah. love them both. But yeah, I think Madonna could learn a lot from Cher. Yes, I think so. Yeah, just don't take yourself so seriously. That's <gasps> that's what it is. Cher does not take herself too seriously. Madonna takes herself so seriously. That is it, actually. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I love I, I love them both. They're both equally wonderful women. But like you say, Cher's just got a bit of something extra going on. Yeah, being like self-referential. She's funny. She's funny. I always think to myself, what would Cher do? What would Cher do? Indeed. You know, at the end of the day, though, we can learn this in comedy as well. When you don't take yourself too seriously, you just have fun on stage. People are going to like you more. But the moment you stick, like, you get your head up your own bottom and you take yourself very, very seriously, that's when people fail. Absolutely. The amount of times you do gigs where you think, oh, this has got to go well, it never goes well. No. Because it's no fun. Go on stage, just have a blast. Exactly. Biggie or which? Shoot, we need to get ready for our gig in Stockwell. But for one more time, thank you so much for being here. Haven't thanked you yet. One more time, we're still going to say it. Thank <laughs> you to Hannah Bishkovsky. Thank you Listen, so much for having me. How do we say cheers in Polish? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. So we can't, I'm going to overrun, who cares? So we did a gig for Ukraine on Thursday. We did. And I taught you that in Ukrainian, and left one in the audience. Do you remember that at least? I don't want to butcher the Ukrainian language by even it's having two, a go. It's two sounds. Two. One word. I thought it was like bob bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nearly. Oh. What nearly. Was it? So in Ukrainian, it's budma. Close. 
And in Polish, it is Nastrovia. Nastrovia! Nastrovia! Hello, Bishkowski! And that was my conversation with Hannah Bichkovsky. Hannah, thank you so much for letting me come over to your house and smell your dirty fingers. Oh, that sounds so wrong. I didn't smell them. My house smelled lovely. Hannah, thank you very much. So yes, this time next week, I'm going to be here with a Russian celebrity. Yes, we're going to shake things up here on Celebrity Prelash. I'm going to be joined by Roma Acorn. He is known as the Russian Justin Bieber. And indeed, he's going to be coming to my house here in Collierswood before heading to a gig in Wimbledon. So we're going to have lots of fun with him. And if you know me, I do speak Russian. I spent a lot of time in Russia and Russian-speaking countries. And one of my specialities in life is knowing about um, celebrities in this part of the world. So certainly we'll be talking about that. Um, so we're going to have lots of fun with that, right? Yeah, it's going to be good, going to be good, going to be good. Anyway, make sure you go and check me out on Channel 4 this Monday, Monday the 28th of March here in the UK. I'm really, really scared about how it's going to come across. Um, I know I'm not the most likable person, so... <laughs> Am I likable? Uh, I can be likable. I was a little bit protagonistic on that set. I'm not going to lie. Um, but you know what? I was there. I was hired as a comedian. I made sure I got lots of jokes across. So hopefully they aren't going to cut them all out. And we will see what makes the edit. Blame it on the edit, RuPaul said once famously. Anyway, make sure you do follow me on Instagram at Lily, And be prepared on Tuesday to go and vote for the Celebrity Diva of the Week. That's at Lily. Otherwise, have a fantastic week. And I will see you here next week with Roma Acorn, Spacey Bovisier, Boris Star.